Hey, listener, real quick before we start the show, we have an announcement. Next week, we are going to be recording an episode about our favorite movies of the decade, and we want your input on it. So send us a list of your 10 favorite movies of this decade. And I'm saying favorite because we're not snobs. They don't have to be critically acclaimed. We want to know the movies that you liked. And if you would like to, you can even leave an audio clip defending your number one answer. How can you do that? Well, you can call 484 484- 373-4119, or you can email us a voice memo at podcast at that kind of nerd.com. We'll go ahead and take a look at your list and play your clip on the air. So next week, Friday, December 20th is the deadline. Send it to podcast at that kind of nerd.com or 484-373-4119. Without further ado, Jimmy, roll the thing. That kind of nerd. Let's start the show with comics, movies, and technology. Here we go, bringing you the segments that you're looking for. Like Cape Talk Screen to Stream, Tech Perspective, and more. Cast this nerd degree and the Blockbuster. Welcome to the club, because you're that kind of nerd. Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Brian Thornton. That is indeed my name. Josh won't be joining us this episode. Apparently he was fiddling around with a game and got sucked into it, and now he has to go around and find the hidden treasures to get out of Jumanji. Let's just jump right into this. Let's talk about the world of comics, see what's affecting TV, see how it's affecting movies, but most of all, how is it affecting Brian? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! Habla de capa! For our Spanish listeners. Oh, okay. That's that's very nice of you. Ryan, this is your favorite topic, not only because it talks about the world of comics, but because you get to make an amazing uh, song with your mouth, because we got a trailer for Wonder Woman 1984. Wonder Woman! Oh, I thought you'd go... It's open for that one. Now I had to do it. Uh, I have uh, many feelings about this. I want to go back to the 70s. Uh, why not go back? Wonder Woman. Gotcha. But it's the 80s. I know. But, you know, Linda Carter said, what, was 76? I don't know. I'm not the person to. And I want to say maybe I'm completely off. Maybe it wasn't 70s. I'm going to check. Now I am curious. I'm searching for Wonder Woman with Linda Carter. No, 75 to 79. I was right. Close enough. But ended ended before the 80s. Yeah, close enough. Five years off. Okay. From when just, it, just half from a when decade. The show ended. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, suck it. Okay. Uh, this uh, left me with uh, many feelings. Number one, I guess we're still doing the DCU. I guess, I guess we're still doing this. Uh, we'll see. It depends on if there's any mention of it in this movie. They didn't really show off Kristen Wiig as Cheetah. And uh, I that's, knew Chris that's Pine. That's fine. I hate Kristen Wiig anyway. I know you do. I know Chris Pine was going to be in this movie, but I didn't know that he was going to be like alive in and well movie. and in this movie. He's like all in. He's got a Timex watch and who the fuck knows how that happened. And he thinks trash cans are art. Um, <sighs> Listen, I, I think you and I were the, the two of the three of us who, who liked Wonder Woman. Uh, I did. Found it to be a very good movie. And I am very excited for this sequel. I think it looks really cool. I just, really? I, I do. I, I just have one. Th- I just feel weird that we're never going to like, are we not going to see Wonder Woman in the present? Are we only going to deal with her in the past? Like, what's the 
What's oh. what's the rule about that? I don't know about that. All I, solo not... Wonder Woman movies have been in the past, have not been set in present day. I understand what you're saying. I I just I don't know what their overall plan is. I don't even think they have a plan. That's true. You I think they're capitalizing on success of like Stranger Things. You had said that you uh, weren't as excited about this trailer as I am. Uh, I'm very I'm very lukewarm. Why? I just there was nothing special about that trailer. Like it was the first trailer. Like it was cool and it was different and it was exciting. And this trailer is just legitimately like we are clearly copying off of Stranger Things and contradicting our own storyline. They made a very big deal about saying that she did not be, you know, she stayed underground until freaking Batman v Superman. Yes. Which was my problem with doing this in 1984 to begin with. I'm pretty sure I've said this when they announced the movie. So, no, I'm not excited. And, I, like, I don't need them to explain why Steve is back in the trailer. But, really? You, you couldn't just do another story? Why does Steve need to be back? She's Wonder Woman. She doesn't need him. And I get it. It's going to be different. Like, oh, now he's the fish out of water and she's the one who's teaching him stuff. Ooh. Like, <laughs> I, I don't care. No, I get I don't you. care. And that whole thing at the end with her, like, lassoing the lightning and swinging on it like yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, like Spider-Man. I was like, what was the hell is stupid. that? Stupid. She's never done that as far as I know. Yeah. And the arm, like, listen, that freaking gold armor with the freaking eagle head doesn't even work in the comic books. It does not work it, in that trailer. It works in the photo shoot that they have with all the bright colors and everything. It looks really cool. It doesn't but work. But then when you put action. it in the movie, you're like, it oh, looks, no. It looks ridiculous. In the real world, it looks it looks really dumb. So, like, I, that, that's that's it. Like, I got nothing from the trailer besides oons, 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 cool 80s track and what a woman and that. That's it. Nothing that like really grabbed me. And the only things that like made it stand out were the things that made me scratch my head. Right. So I'm like, I'm going to see it. But I'm just like, uh, yeah. okay. We also got some more DC news. As we all know, The Flash uh, right now is wrapping up uh, their sixth year on the CW. And hold on, Jimmy just handed me a note. Oh, I am talking about the Ron Flash. I'm sorry. We're talking about the one played by Ezra Miller. Also a part of the DCEU. And of course, we all know the Flash movie that came out in 2014, right? Right? Hold on. Oh, yeah, that was. Wait, what? Uh, Jimmy just handed me another moat note. They never actually made that movie? Did he also hand you a moat? He did hand me a moat as well. <laughs> they never actually made the movie. Oh, and he says, oh, they got a new release date, July 1st of 2022. Did they also get a new director? Uh, I don't know. That's a great question. Probably with, through what six directors and five release dates or something like that. Yeah, because you know what bodes well for your movie getting delayed five times and having six creative people on it. That'd be great. I I, I still don't believe this is an actual movie. I like I, I don't think they're actually making. I think it's some marketing ploy. Well, it's not a real movie until it actually comes out. Uh, Andy, I don't know how to pronounce this. Isn't it funny that by 2020 they were supposed to be wrapped up with their whole Justice League? Oh, yeah, they're all supposed to be all done. Oh, Andy Machete. No, okay, there you go. uh, He did it. Didn't he do it? He did it. Oh, I really like it. And it chapter two. Well, yeah, I know. Okay, so he did. No, no, I think he. Oh, whatever. Uh, All right, so he did it. And yes. Okay. I'm I'm okay with that. Okay with that. Okay. I mean, I liked the It movies. I think he's got a very particular style. We'll see. But then again, like, 
these movies aren't really director driven. They are studio driven and right. Warner Brothers doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. So we'll see. <laughs> so take that for what it's worth. All right. In our final in our final bit of DC news, uh, we got a trailer for Stargirl. With, yeah, th- I thought this was supposed to be a DC Universe show. Why is it all CW? Uh, I I don't know. I still had it listed as DC Universe in, in the show notes, but I just went to go watch the video that the I had. The trailer's like, all CW. And it's, it's been pulled off, so I think they changed it to... Oh, I watched the trailer and it said CW. Yes, yes. I went... I, initially, I had watched the trailer on the DC Universe page, and I'm looking at it now, and this video is unavailable. This video is private, and now it's on the CW page. So maybe they changed course. Now, there's one thing, though, about this trailer. If, if you haven't watched it, I, I recommend it. There's a Joel McHale cameo because he was the original star man. That is going to be more of a cameo. I'm sure there's going to be flashbacks and crap to him. Luke Wilson is in this, Luke too? Wilson's in this, yes. And he's like the sidekick to Starman? He's, he's he's the guy in the chair. Right, he's the. Yes. I mean, I routed in the Friendster guy. This, this, this movie, feel, this movie, this show feels weird to me. It's, first off, it's a, it's it's obviously a CW slash WB, I would even uh, feel to the show. But it also has that, I never thought there would be another star man. Star girl. Oh, I can't believe it. Like, it just has this weird 90s feel to it that just, like, we're past I'm that. I'm bored. We've, we've like already told, told stories like that. This doesn't seem like a 2019 story. Eh, or 2020 even. Okay. I'm good with it. Give it a shot. It's Berlanti, and it's, you know, Jeff Johns is all up in it. That's true. They did throw up all the, in, you know, Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, all, all of it. They threw all of that in there. They're like, hey, we don't have anything else really on the CW anymore besides Berlanti stuff. Are we happy with this? We're okay with this? Okay, good. They have Riverdale. Oh, Riverdale's Berlanti. Berlanti too. as well, yeah. They have Nancy Drew. Wait, no. Is Nancy Drew Berlanti? Uh, maybe? It, I don't think it is. Okay. Although I think it's spun out of Riverdale. Maybe it is Berlanti. They have Supernatural for six more months. Right. That's and not Berlanti. Vampire Diaries? It's not Berlanti. It's been over forever. Oh, well, then I don't know. Vampire what Diaries ended like two years ago. Uh, they have. Nope. Yep. That's what I'm saying. The Berlanti, uh, the Berlanti Network. I'm okay with it. Don't know. Don't, yeah, don't, don't know about wrong. that. I'm pretty I happy. Don't, I don't. Yeah. Is, is this something that like diehard DC fans have been asking for? No, but I'll see it. Well, I mean, of course you will. Listen, we are at a time in our lives that, like, we're no longer getting the shit that we're asking for because we've already gotten it all. Oh, that's true. We're just getting all the other crap, and I will consume as much of it as I possibly can. No one asked for a Doom Patrol show, but that show I hear very good things about. Well, actually, we we are getting something that we've asked for, Brian, and it's taken a, a while. It's taken 25 years to get what we've been asking for. And if it wasn't for the toys that made us, I would have never known the true backstory of all of this because the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles creators are reuniting for a new TMNT project for the first time in 25 years. Really? I didn't know that Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird were fighting. Oh, they had for... a huge falling out. I didn't know that until I watched The Toys That Made Us. Oh, dude, I knew all about like the, the history of Turtles before I watched that but crap. That, that, it was the... just re- refresher for me. Yeah, the toys that made us uh, was something I didn't know that these two had a huge falling out. That that was was mm. Peter Laird had made a ton of money off of this deal, and, and Kevin Eastman kind of got the short end of the stick. However, uh, Peter well, Kevin Eastman, it's a, that's Kevin Eastman's fault. Well, I mean, yeah. he backed out and he sold his share. His he sold his 
portion to Laird. Yeah, it was, it was clearly a business move. But Laird also said, oh, I won't ever sell the Turtles. And then what did he do? He sold the Turtles. Yeah, he sold the Turtles to Nickelodeon. With That's the fine. exception of the comic books. He said, if I ever want to make a comic book, I get the right to do that whenever I want. And yeah. the toys that made us ended with the two of them sitting down and drawing Turtles together, doing 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 the whole bit. And I guess mm-hmm. that helped reunite their their love for this franchise. And after 25 years of hard feelings, these two are back at it again. They're working on a new project. A new comic book or a new something different? Uh, it looks like it is going to be a comic book. I'm good with that. Yeah. Sweet. When? Uh, we don't know how big the, the scope is going to be, Brian. But uh, the fact that they're working together. Are they just getting together for the 100th issue? Because uh, Eastman's been doing a book for IDW. For a while now, but Laird hasn't been involved. Is Laird just is they, jumping on they the, announced 100? that they were collaborating in the hundredth issue, but no details have been given. It's just the fact that hey, okay. they are working together. So still, we don't know for how Good long. For is this a one-time thing, or is this something See, that's gonna friendships can be fixed? Uh, and Netflix fixed it. Netflix fixed it, Brian. CJ, CJ, our friendship can be fixed. Yay! When we inevitably get Wait. sick of each other, okay, we can we can fix our friendship inevitably. Well, I mean, it's bound to happen. I mean, oh, I was just saying yourself? it's 226. I've been annoyed for about 224. Are we just talking about episodes? We're not talking about the fact that I see you every day. Oh, that too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. But hey, new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. By the way, if you haven't watched the Toys That Made Us episode on this, I highly recommend it. It's pretty damn good. If you haven't watched the to- Toys That Made Us, I highly recommend just that in general. Also, go check out the movies that made us. It's also really good as well. Yeah, I'm halfway through that. All right, well, now that we're done talking about the world of comics, let's turn our attention to the world of TV and movies in a segment that we call Screen to Stream. Uh, and this starts off with a, a trailer, Brian, that dropped this week that's a, a little bit divisive. All right? Ghostbusters Afterlife has officially dropped its trailer. Why is this trailer Finn divisive? Wolfhart and Paul Rudd. Because there are Ghostbuster fans out there, Brian, who are rejecting this movie. But why? It looks good. I don't know. You talk to one. You know, know one that rejected this movie, Brian. I know. What's I think this looks delightful. I do too. I think it looks wonderful. I think it actually captures the spirit of what Ghostbusters was. Now for the uninitiated, this is not, let me repeat this, not taking into account the latest all-female reboot of Ghostbusters. It's actually kind of throwing that out the window. And this is basically the third movie. Of the Ghostbusters you know, franchise that you know and love from the, the 80s. It's a continuation of the original story. Yes. Uh, now, obviously... Where, whereas the Paul Feig movie was a reboot. Yes. Which did not work. It failed spectacularly. Uh, oh, yes, it did. That's right. Now, this movie is following the family of Egon, who was played by Harold Remus, who unfortunately uh, passed away a few there years you go. ago. Uh, but all the other original Ghostbusters are confirmed to be making an appearance within this movie. Uh, so that's fantastic. That's great to hear. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They, of course, did that in the in the last movie as well. They, they cameoed in the the female reboot by Paul Feig. Ernie Ernie Hudson didn't show up. I thought he did. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't remember that movie well enough to definitively argue with you. I've only seen it once. Right. I, but I do remember Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd's cameo. I don't remember Ernie Hudson showing up. I'm I'm sure. No, didn't he run a? Didn't he drive like a? Didn't he drive a? Dan Aykroyd did. Oh, okay. Well, then I don't remember this movie. And Sigourney Weaver showed up after the credits. Yes. This movie was terrible. I didn't really watch the... It was bad. I don't remember it. Uh, so, okay. So, Brian, we obviously like this movie. We think it looks pretty cool. I think you said it kind of best. You you were kind of bringing up, again, Stranger Things motifs, but... uh, Yeah, it's very Stranger Things. 
That's two movies. That, but the, the good Stranger Things, not the we just said it in the 80s Stranger Things. Like, right. Like the horror element, the horror sci-fi element of Stranger Things. That's the part that I like about this. The fact that it's yeah. kind of going back to the original Ghostbusters, which, I mean, while being really cool, was a little scary. It was a horror movie. Yes. It was a horror movie that had comedy in it. That's what made that movie so great. And this movie remembers that. The last movie made a comedy that happened to have ghosts in it. Right. That did not work. The top it off didn't cast anybody funny either. It's just it was a mess. <laughs> hey, that is not true. Thor was hilarious. Chris Hemsworth was hilarious in that movie. If Chris Hemsworth, listen, I think Chris Hemsworth is great and funny. If he is the funniest cast member in your cast and he's the villain, that's a problem. All right. We also got some some other news. Uh, we had seen the redesigned Sonic the Hedgehog design for the new movie. Mm-hmm. And you and I and Josh and everyone uh, said, hey, listen, this looks great. This is the work that would need to be done. Now, it's in your hands, listeners, to go see this movie, support it financially, uh, and, and kind of give back to, to everything that, that happened to make this movie possible. Mm-hmm. And we got news this week that the animation studio responsible for the design has reportedly closed. Really? Is that the case? I heard they were being overworked and that they were behind schedule. I don't know. Just uh, according to the, the article that I have here, it says an email was sent to the Vancouver branch on Wednesday, reported, uh, reportedly announcing the immediate closing of their site, citing, quote, increasing external market pressures, specifically in Vancouver compared to other places. This was huh. the studio that, quote, that played a significant role in getting this, uh, this, this done and reassigned. Now, you had heard that they were kind of being overworked. I mean, that's typical VFX, though, right? Isn't that not the, is that not kind of the feeling? That is typical, but I, I heard they were behind schedule. But then again, like, it's all internet conjecture, so who knows what's, what's real and what's not. I can imagine that there was obviously some burnout, but, I mean, this had over 800 artists back in its heyday in 2013, and now we, we really don't know how many are left. But this place is definitely five. Closing. That's sad. There are five left. This place is definitely closing, and uh, unfortunately, will we'll no longer be in operations. And that sucks because they did really good work on this Sonic man. It looks really good. Well, they'll still get paid if you go see the movie. So just go see the movie. Oh, okay. This reminded me a little bit of. Uh, I mean, really, I guess they already got got paid. paid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. But still, you should. I mean, the studio. I mean, the studio paid them, so you know, go see the movie. Right. Like, they they still listen to the feedback. This reminded, it sucks. Don't get me wrong. This reminded me a little bit of the uh, the Matrix situation, where the studio that did Bullet Time and all the major effects for the Matrix was actually close to closing its doors and couldn't pay its staff uh, according to the you know the right base structure uh, until Keanu Reeves stepped in and gave a majority of his profits yeah, to I, that team. For, you're right. I completely forgot about that. Uh, so this isn't uncommon and it, it isn't unfortunately uh something that has has stopped but it also shouldn't be up to the uh the stars of a movie to give away their profit they should just be getting paid and being appreciated for their their work but uh, a little sad but at the same time I continue to go support this movie because it looks uh looks pretty good all right let's talk about i mean honestly right now our favorite streaming service disney plus because we're we talking about disney plus for well first off there's two things number one uh you're going to cause a there's going to be a couple fights within your families if you're sharing your Disney Plus login. Be- I am not. Because right now the baby Yoda icon is available for profiles now. OK, I don't care. Uh, you should care. 
I, my icon I, Spider-Man. I instant I, I had Spider-Man, but then I saw Baby Yoda and I grabbed it and then I got a text message from uh one of my uh family members using it going, Oh, can I please have the baby Yoda? I was like, No, it's my baby Yoda, it's my account. I pay for this. It was a mine. But the real reason we're talking about them, but the real reason we're talking about Disney Plus, uh is ironically enough based still based off the movies that made us, because they talked about this movie Home Alone, because it's getting a reboot on Disney Plus. And I don't know how to feel okay. about this. I mean, I suppose you could do some new things with the technology now, that's out now. Wasn't Home Alone 4 a re... I guess it wasn't a reboot. It was, this, it was the same character, but just played by a yeah. different actor, right? And I don't even think it's the same character. I think I don't think Kevin McAllister is in it after who? No, the... Uh, hold on. Home Alone 4, Taking Back the House, Mr. Theater, Mr. Straight to DVD, the character of... Kevin McAllister came back for this installment, but he is now played by another actor. Oh, really? Yeah. And an ABC. I'm not an expert on Home Alone movies. Oh my god, there was actually a ABC a Family one. version of it in 2012, making a total of five. Fo- what? Yeah, no, I, I know there's five Home Alones. I, I heard the fifth one's actually pretty good, but anywho. So they're having the the young boy. The point is, this franchise is viable. People still enjoy it enough. Why not do a just complete? Fresh reset. So I was not. All right. I'm going to go on the limb on this one. I was not a fan of Home Alone as a kid. I don't like seeing people in uncomfortable situations that are their own uh, their own fault. No, you just like causing uncomfortable situations. Very true. But then after I watched the movies that made us and kind of saw how the movie was made and how it changed a little bit of like the photography, like how they make movies. I was like, actually, this looks really cool. Or just hearing the stunt work. This is really cool. Hearing Joe Pesci behind the scenes. I said, hey, this is really cool. So. Here's what they're doing. They are casting the young man from uh, Jojo Rabbit, whose name I just lost. So the uh, the young actor from Jojo Rabbit, Archie Yates, who, by the way, that just sounds like he's already like 77, right? Is that not the, the name of a of an old man? Anyway, he'll be he'll be playing the Kevin McAllister role. It will also co-star Ellie Kepner, Ellie Kepner from the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Eh, whatever. And Rob Delaney from something called Catastrophe. I I don't think I know this guy. I don't know. Never heard of it. I'm looking to see if he has done anything else. But you you just say, hey, this is a viable franchise, and let's just reboot it. Yeah, why oh. not? not? Especially on a streaming service. Why not? It was the guy who played Peter in Deadpool Two. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Good for him. No, I mean, yeah, why not? It's a streaming service movie. Sure. Okay. What the hell. I don't see any problem with rebooting. I don't see any problem with rebooting viable franchises that are over twenty years old. I, I don't know. For me, it's just like it's a John Hughes movie. Like I like I have a hard time just thinking that anyone can do it better than John Hughes. John Hughes just wrote it. He wrote a lot of stuff. Right. I'm sure some of it's been rebooted. I can't think of anything off the top. of I know my he head. wrote a few you know bad movies, but I mean like I'm John Hughes movies are pretty good. Sure, they're not perfect though. No. We're not we're not remaking the Breakfast Club. Okay, hold on. But but, but. And, and the fact of the matter is this. Yes. You watch Home Alone now, like like it's it, it is truly to introduce a new generation to something like this because kids like us grew up with micro machines and BB guns and the things that he uses to protect his house. Now you have a whole generation of kids who, who don't identify with that, who don't understand what that is. So why not have a version where he's protecting his house with a freaking Alexa and a drone. I'm, I'm just saying. I know, you know, you, I, I know you're 100% right on this one. It's going to be like how we're going to use technology to 
Yeah, it's all going to be technologically things. based because that's what kids play with nowadays. Right. That and, you know, Legos. They're always playing with Legos. I just, I mean, I, I don't know how with today's technology you're going to find a way for some terrible parents to leave their kid home alone. Because, I mean, pretty stretched well, pretty thin in the first let's, movie. Let's be honest. Even in the original Home Alone movie, they, it was a believable reason why they left them behind. There were like a thousand yeah, yeah, kids it, there. Absolutely. Agreed. But in the whole... Okay, so in the first movie... They leave him home alone because the the nosy neighbor kid just happens to be like with his back turned in the row of kids while they're taking count. And they think it's him and they're running late for the airport. So they're just running to their flight because they have like only an hour from the time they leave their house to get to the airport. Less well, enough time. Nowadays, now. that is not feasible. You have to get you. It takes an hour for you to get through TSA alone. Right. You have to get there two hours before your. So flight. it's not like I'm going to forget my like while I'm waiting in line at TSA. I'm not going to realize. Oh shit, we forgot our kid. Well, we should probably delay this flight very, and get it on a new flight. And actually, okay. they were going. Were they? They were going to Paris, right? They were going to Paris. So yeah. it's an international flight. You got to be there at least four hours early. Yeah, you're right. You so, can't just leave your kid behind. That's the part that's going to be hard. That's going to be feasible. You really like, poked a hole in this. I wasn't expecting sorry. this. Well, we'll see how they do it. I'm interested. Maybe to it's a local trip, it. Brian. To, now it's not. Maybe they don't even have to get on a plane. Maybe they get on a train. Maybe they get in an Uber. Oh, that would be the automobile portion. Actually, now I'm just thinking about it. now the way to solve this is. Oh no, we have to get there four hours before the flight, right? To to get there. Oh no, we left Kevin behind. Let me call him an Uber. Yeah. And he just gets in an Uber, and he gets to the airport, and he's fine. Does Kevin have his cell phone? Yeah. All right. Let's call it. That's true. Like let's, the let's, whole the whole big deal is that they couldn't reach out, reach to the house right. because their phone lines were down. Right. Exactly. So they couldn't call the house and say, "Hey, Kevin, we're on our way. Stay there, or go to your friend's house, or something like oh, that." Oh, so now the they robbers have that. to have technology now too, so they're jamming the cell phone signals. There's a lot of there's a lot of potential things that like do not make any freaking sense. Right. So I mean, I'm interested. I'm interested to see how they do it. Well, speaking of things that don't make sense, let's go on to this one. Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn have decided that they have a tremendous amount of love in the Christmas Chronicles too. Yay! Boo! Boo! I this movie, Christmas Chronicles. You're I tried. A fool. I wanted to. I was so on board. Right when I saw the trailer, I was like, "Yes, give me this movie." Did you watch Klaus? No, I did not watch it. Okay. I am not Ooh. on board for Christmas Chronicles. I did not enjoy be. the first one. Get your and shit I together. Wanted to. What's the selling point of this one though? Just hey, we're just joy, doing... pure joy, just pure joy, Is and that... seeing and seeing Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn be adorable and old and glorious beards together. Wait, does 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 she have a beard in this one? Not yet. <laughs> not yet. You don't know. Christmas is magic. She could grow a beard. Is that she what she could saying? grow a beard? You don't know. I don't know. I didn't write the film. I mean, are you sure? Not, not that, not that I know. Of. Okay. Well, the Christmas Chronicles two will be released on Netflix in the holidays of 2020. So we have a whole year to kind of to get get on this. Can't wait. Mark in the calendar. Let's do it. <laughs> she made a wait. She made a cameo in the first one. Yes. Oh, why do I she not just remember wasn't this? In it because you are void of joy. Sounds about right. Horrible human being who doesn't enjoy things that are wonderful. No, it just wasn't entertaining. Like, yeah, I don't know. It just, I wasn't. It was entertaining. Eh, it wasn't you entertaining. fool. It took me a long time to watch it too. I'm just gonna get into it. Next topic. <laughs> well, then let's turn our attention to you know what my favorite hobby 
in the whole goddamn world. Oh, this is the segment that I'm silent for. Where I go around the internet, I find the weird, I find the obscure, and I'm going to ask this Yahoo right here for his tech perspective. Have no perspective. Oh, you have no perspective? Well, how about we put some motherfucking snakes in this motherfucking Alexa? That's right, Samuel Jackson has arrived on the Alexa device. And he's got two modes, Brian. He's got two modes, swear mode and no swear mode. Well, that's exciting. Right? I have an Alexa. Uh, come on. That's Yeah. So you can you can start it by, and I'm sorry for tripping all of them, Alexa, introduce me to Samuel L. Jackson. And his voice will come up and he'll announce things. It's gonna it's gonna cost you one dollar though. Will he will he verbally abuse me? That's that's all I want. I mean, maybe. That's all I would need. But you could play. Are you ready for this? You can play Samuel L. Jackson in a game of rock, paper, scissors on the I Alexa. just want him to not do the stuff I want him to do. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, Sam, can you set a timer for 20 minutes? Motherfucker, I ain't going to set no timer for 20 minutes. That's what I want to hear. That'd be great. There's a clip, Brian, uh, in the show notes. I highly recommend you go ahead and double check right now. You can see him in action. All right, well, here we go. Because there's one that perfectly fits your example. When you hit the 13 second uh, mark, Brian, you'll be very. <laughs> I'm not reminding you. Of- <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm on board. That's fun. So, th- so there's many things you can do with your Samuel L. Jackson on your. I'm reminding you of shit. <laughs> I love great. that one. Uh, you can ask him to tell you jokes, to sing jingle bells, to grant you a lifelong wish that he wish you a Merry Christmas. If your kids are misbehaving, you can ask Mr. Jackson to tell them to go to bed. And while they may not listen to you, they will listen to Nick Fury. So if you ever wanted to uh, get Samuel Jackson into your life and into other places in your house where maybe you maybe we shouldn't be talking about that, pick yourself up at Amazon Alexa and pay a buck. It's a buck, Brian. Best use of a dollar out there. Our final topic of the night is a little bit of a throwback uh, that has to do throwback. with a throwback. I have uh, a, a, a very soft and squishy place in my heart for uh, the iPod Cause the, the, uh-huh. with, with the clicky wheel, right? The, yeah. the OG iPod. Sure. It was the first Apple product I bought. I bought it with my own money. I saved all this money working at Target to go ahead and buy one. I really wanted the U2 edition, but it was really expensive, and I just got a regular iPod video. But now there is an app on your iPhone called Rewound, and it turns your iPhone into an iPod with the click wheel. And what's great, it integrates with Spotify or Apple Music, so the music you have on your phone is accessible with an iPod experience. Right, I believe. Yeah, I this made, is pretty cool. I believe I made you download this uh Yeah. It's fun. It's it's Why cool, not? right? Yeah, no, it's it's good for a little nostalgic, you know, buzz. I'll use it for a couple weeks before I delete it. You can also put some skins on it too, so you can make it look, you know, however you you want to. But it's just it's just funny. It's just cute. Yeah. I approve. Oh, I'm glad you approve. Did you Ooh. did you put a theme on your on your iPod? Yeah, I did the U two theme. You... Uh, was the red and black, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's the one I got. The, the only thing that I wish I could do is like, if this could sync with the podcast app too, I'd use it all the time. Oh, that's true. You know, but the other thing though is, um, I like I would like to access my playlists on this, but in cor- in order to do that, it's a dollar ninety nine, which isn't terrible. I mean, that's not a terrible fee. It, it's it's reasonable, but man, this is so fun. With I mean, just I'm sitting here, just going around him in my finger, spinning the wheel, wheel, watching yeah. it go. And up you get and the good down, haptic feedback, down. so like it, you, like you feel the it click. Does. It kind of almost clicks. like you used to back in the day. Ah, yeah. So yeah, good. I I'm I'm down. Be more if if it, if if they do like 
get it to sync with podcast, then I would exclusively use that. That would be cool. <laughs> I would. I would pay the two bucks. And I'd be like, this is all I use now. This is what I do. This is the way. Well, apparently, Brian, just I, I'm, I'm checking out the article here at the very bottom. I didn't see this initially. There's actually a, another uh, iOS developer working on a very similar app to this that allows you to use the click wheel, but even cover flow. So maybe we'll have dueling apps and see which one's better. Okay. So we'll have to follow up with this when the other app comes out. Sure. You sound so wait. happy to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, as I mentioned at the top of the show, next week, the three of us are going to be doing our favorite movies of the decade, and we want to hear your picks. And if you would like to, you can contribute an audio clip for your number one movie. You can do it by calling 484-373-4119, or you can email us a voice memo at podcast at thatkindofnerd.com. So please... Tell us what your favorite movies of the decade are. Again, it doesn't have to be the best movies of the decade, just the ones that you like. We're not snobs here. We'll take whatever you've got. So thank you so much. Uh, for- uh, what? I, I'm a snob. Come on. You're not a snob. Mm, yeah. Really? Are you going to yeah. put Parasite on your list? I haven't seen it yet, but if I did, I might. Right, but I mean, like, are, are you also going to put... You're not putting Birdman on there. No. So not a snob. Mm, okay, then you're a snob. So thank you, listeners, so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work, and we'll see you next week. Well, welcome to the club, because you are back on a nerd. So uh, let's just jump right into this. Let's talk about the nerdy world, how the beauty you. Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Brian Thornton. Oh, CJ, it is I. <laughs> is it Brian or is this Brian? Yes. Okay, listen, nerd, I, had to... I do enjoy yeah. the hands-free of this. I So, listen. I feel freedom. Brian is literally wearing a mask right now. Not a Bane mask. He's wearing like a... Oh, yes. What's with the mask there, Bane? I have some cleaning to do. <laughs> so you're like, oh, hey. I'll just, I'll just I must put this protect my on. mouth from the elements and mold. <laughs> All right, the you mold. Merely adopted the mold. Yeah, I would hope I didn't adopt any mold in my house. I was born into it, molded by it. Wink, wink. Uh, molded by it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I didn't know Bane had the dad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> To know that was uh, in Payne's repertoire. Yeah, yeah, apparently. And, like, I don't even need to try to do the... The, the voice, yeah, you just talk uh, normally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not normally. I, I do have to I do have to do a little work. People are oh, people are going, I wonder if Brian's voice. microphone is broken or is he actually wearing a mask? And right now oh, he is... I'm most certainly wondering this. He is actually wearing I a will, mask. I'll take it off. Bear with me one moment. <laughs> this is an intricate mask. Well, while you do that, I just need to make sure my kid's not crying. Hold on. Okay. This movie seems to be focusing around the family of Egon, who unfortunately was played by Harold Remus, who has passed away. Uh, but from what we can also tell, all you the really original... need to reword that sentence. Oh uh, yeah, because un... it's not unfortunate that it's it not unfortunate that Harold Remus played him. That's it's true. unfortunate that he passed away. <laughs> 
It shows what a freaking Spider-Man fan, quote unquote, fan you are. I will completely abandon Spider-Man for Baby Yoda, and I am okay. okay awesome. On this name your daughter Baby Yoda and give me Gwen back. We don't know, what, we don't know the name. Can't just name her Baby name, Yoda. You can absolutely name her Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda Melon. First name Baby, middle name Yoda, last name Melon. 